This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, February 21st, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Scary story out of Silver Spring. A U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant who has self-identified himself as a white nationalist has been arrested after federal investigators uncovered a cache of weapons and they claim he had planned to launch a massive domestic terror attack targeting politicians. Christopher Paul Hassan of Silver Spring has been arrested and is expected to appear before a federal judge for a detention hearing later on today. Hassan had been working at the U.S. Coast Guard headquarters in Washington, D.C. since 2016. He served in the Marine Corps from 1988 to 1992 and also in the Army National Guard for about two years in the mid-90s. He had been studying a 1,500-page manifesto of right-wing terrorist Anders Bering Breivik, who unleashed two attacks in Norway in 2011 that killed 77. Authorities did seize 15 firearms, including several long guns and rifles and more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition from his basement apartment. And when they were looking through his computer, they found an email that he drafted in June of 2017 contemplating biological attacks targeting food supplies. Other recent Internet searches were, what if Trump illegally impeached? Best place in D.C. to see Congress people. Where in D.C. do Congress live? Civil war if Trump impeached. And Social Democrats USA. I think we may have averted something very, very tragic there. On Tuesday night at about 6.15, Anne Arundel County police responded to the Central Avenue East and Lock Haven Road in Edgewater for a single vehicle accident. There they found a Nissan Maxima who was operated by Frederick Stevens of Edgewater had crashed after traveling eastbound on Central Avenue. He failed to negotiate a curve, lost control and struck a tree. The passenger in his car who has not been identified as anyone other than a 22-year-old female from Edgewater was flown to shock trauma with life-threatening injuries. Stevens, the driver, was uninjured and refused to be transported. Police say that the preliminary cause of the crash is the driver failing to remain in the single lane, but they do say that speed and alcohol appear to have contributed. Yesterday, Ann Colt Lytus, the Anne Arundel County State's Attorney, announced that Michael Blair Gauthier, 38, of Arnold, has pleaded guilty and was sentenced to eight years for automobile manslaughter by Circuit Court Judge Ronald Silkworth. Back in April of 2018, Anne Arundel County Police responded to a call for a pedestrian struck on Andrew Hill Road and Bay Green Drive in Arnold. They found Gauthier unconscious with a crack pipe in his hand in his Chevrolet work van, which had crashed into the woods on Bay Green Drive. They say he drove off the road at the intersection and struck 12-year-old Matthew Murphy, who was walking on the sidewalk with his mother and his younger brother. Matthew was flown to Hopkins Children's Center, and he died as a result of his injuries. Toxicology reports confirmed the presence of cocaine in Gauthier's bloodstream. A test of the pipe revealed that it did contain cocaine residue. And Gauthier himself made statements that he decided to smoke cocaine in his vehicle to avoid doing so at his own home that he shared with his young son. Ultimately, he was sentenced to 10 years in prison, with two of them suspended and five years of supervised probation upon release. Something that I didn't know, and good job on the Baltimore Sun for digging this up, but apparently Anne Arundel County has been asking victims of sexual assault to waive their rights to an investigation, which basically says, that's okay, you don't need to investigate it, or I don't want you to. 
Chris Trumbauer, who works for the county executive in Anne Arundel County, told the Capitol that Chief Altamar was told on Tuesday to end that practice. Now, the Sun reported on Tuesday that Baltimore area police departments prompted sexual assault victims to waive investigation rights more than 200 times in 2018 and 2017. Trumbauer said that Anne Arundel County police have used waivers for at least two decades. That's just absolutely crazy. Moving over into the State House, a measure to enable Maryland residents to select an unspecified gender on their driver's license has advanced in the state Senate. Senators gave the measure the nod yesterday, and the bill requires and the bill requires that the application for a driver's license to now include identity as a male, a female, or unspecified. If an applicant identifies as unspecified, the MVA has to display it on the license as an X. And the measure also prohibits the MVA from requiring the applicant to provide proof of gender or from denying an application because the sex selected by the applicant doesn't match the sex displayed in person or on any other documents that may be associated with the applicant. California, Colorado, Minnesota, Maine, and Oregon are the other states in the country that allow the X gender. And here's a slippery slope. Those 23andMe DNA kits. Um, After police have used one of those databases to arrest a man suspected of being the Golden State Killer, now Delegate Charles Snyder of Baltimore County is proposing a law that would prohibit the use of a familial DNA database for the purpose of crime solving. This is House Bill 30, and it's sponsored by Delegate Snyder of Baltimore County. And he's looking to prohibit searches of consumer genealogical databases for the purpose of identifying an offender in connection with a crime through their biological relatives' DNA samples. Back in the Golden State Killer, Joseph James D'Angelo was arrested in connection with the crimes dubbed the Golden State Killer in California. He was ultimately charged with 13 counts of murder and 13 counts of kidnapping by police after they uploaded DNA from the crime scenes to a searchable open database where several of his distant family members had also uploaded their genetic profiles. So it's kind of an interesting web that we unwittingly weave by submitting our own DNA to these 23andMe and Ancestry.com databases that police can access to solve crimes. Not sure how I feel about that. But I do know how I feel about Thursdays. And Thursdays means we've got Trevor with the Annapolis Makerspace, and he's here with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. We also have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up. But before we get that, just a reminder, please check out that first link in our show notes. You want to check out all the different ways that you can get in touch with us. And you want to make sure that you listen to the Maryland Crabs today at noon because it's a good one with Connie Del Signore from Visit Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And we talk all about that Airbnb quote unquote tax that may be coming down the line. That is about it for the news today. Give us a recommendation and a review if you're someplace where you can do that and tell your friends about us. We would appreciate that. Hang tight. We have George Young coming up right after this message from the Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo. Get your house in order. We all have our wish list for our house, interior, exterior, lawn, or garden. Come on out to the Mid-Atlantic Exposition's Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo on February 23rd and 24th in Annapolis. Come on out and hear TLC and HGTV's Vern Yip dish the tips on making your home something incredible. Visit dozens of home improvement contractors and suppliers and kick back for seminars about remodeling, common tree problems, staging your home before you sell it, or get an antique appraised. You know, they even have some wine tasting from Code Point Winery. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo is Saturday, February 23rd from 10 to 6 and Sunday the 24th from noon to 5 at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road. 
Admission is only $5, and when you come out, you'll automatically be entered into the she-she-she-shed sweepstakes. I'm not going to say that a second time, but you could win a she-shed valued at $3,000 from Pine Creek Structures. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo, February 23rd and 24th at the Byzantium Center. We'll see you there. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, February 21st. Yesterday's storm is finally pulling away from the region to the northeast after bringing a bit less snow than expected to the Annapolis area which saw around two to maybe three inches of snow in the region. While the northern third of the county was right in the expected three to six inch range, with many reports of four and five inches in places like Severna Park, Glen Burnie, and Pasadena. But it'll likely be all a distant memory after today's 50s, which might come with a little p.m. sunshine after a.m. clouds and fog. And all snow throughout the region will definitely be gone by the end of the weekend, which could see temps surge to the mid to upper 60s with rain on Sunday. So no more snow threats for at least the next week as time starts to run short on the overall window of opportunity for winter storms in the region, but there are still three or four weeks left. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today as the sky slowly clear. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well, and our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m., or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Maker's Minute. Brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Today, the Annapolis Maritime Museum continues with their winter lecture series with Rosemary Williams, who will paint a vivid image of Annapolis with tales of violent skirmishes between outlaw oyster poachers, the crabbing rage of the 20th century, the sleight-of-hand trick used by the Secretary of Navy that brought the Naval Academy to Annapolis, as well as the city's golden age of sailing. Stunning vintage photos of Annapolis' history complete our presentation. Tomorrow in Silver Spring is the Green Matter Symposium. Join environmental and horticultural experts as they explore creative design solutions that address the challenges and opportunities associated with diverse landscapes. On Saturday at the National Electronics Museum in Linthicum, they're having their annual Techno Swap Fest, a flea market for all the best electronics junk people are trying to find a new home for. This weekend at Local by Design, they're having their monthly Annapolis Artisans Market. You can find Local by Design's artist wares at their downtown as well as their Annapolis Mall locations. But for one weekend a month, the artists clean up their workshops in the Design District on Margaret Avenue, just off of Chickapin Round Road, and invite the public in. Meet the artists and check out their workshops and wares in the monthly Local by Design Annapolis Artisans Market. At Maryland Hall this week, tomorrow is Sip and Carve with Anita Hagen. Anita will discuss the history of woodblock carving and the materials used. 
followed by two hours of drawing on easy-to-carve material and carving and printing your finished work. Students will make an original 4-inch by 6-inch print. And on Monday is the 11th Annual Bridges to the World International Film Festival, a statewide initiative in recognition of the state's global reach and connections. Films are selected and presented by the respective embassies to represent their country's spirit and art of filmmaking. Entries this year include films from Lithuania, Israel, Mozambique, and a Canadian film about Syrian musicians. The one on Monday is The Train of Salt and Sugar, the entry from Mozambique. This week at the Clay Bakers in Annapolis, both on Sunday and next Wednesday, they're having wet clay workshops, making homemade mini plates. You'll be walked through how to mold wet ceramic clay into mini dishes. The workshop fee will cover one pound of clay, which you will shape and fire, and then come back later to paint, then one more time in the kiln to set and gloss your creation. Saturday at the Benjamin Bannerker Museum in Park in Ellicott City, they're doing maple sugar in Maryland. Learn about tapping maple trees to get nature's tastiest sweetener. Learn the history of maple sugaring and taste the sticky treat for yourself. Also note that Oregon Ridge Nature Center is also doing a maple sugaring thing today through Sunday at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week. On Saturday in Crofton, they have a class on starting seeding indoors. Join Master Gardener Allison Rowland as she gives practical advice on starting seeds indoors. Also on Saturday in Crofton is a science fair for young scientists of the future, put on by members of the National Science Honor Society from Arundel High School. And also at the library this week, Today at the Aceport Annapolis Neck Library is STEM Challenge Thursdays, and on Saturday on Mountain Road, they're building with Minecraft, and Monday at the Maryland City at Russet Library, they're doing Building Challenge, which is building with Legos. Saturday at Unallocated Space in Severn, they're having their regular epic land party. From noon to midnight, a good old-fashioned land gaming party, with classics such as Doom, Quake, and Descent, to new favorites such as Evolve, Left 4 Dead, and more. This week at Annapolis Makerspace, tomorrow we're having our first sewing meetup. If you're interested in sewing and other fiber arts, either as an experienced practitioner or a total newbie, Come on out, hang out, socialize, hear about different techniques and machines. We'll have a few on hand, including traditional sewing machines, as well as sergers, embroidery machines, and more. Learn what each machine is good for, and different techniques for working with fabric, for making or repairing your own clothing, making costumes, stuffed animals, pillows, all kinds of things. We're going to try to make this a monthly gathering. And on Tuesday is our monthly general meeting and open house. We're going to talk a little bit of makerspace business, but then we'll be hanging out and socializing, and we invite everyone to come out and check out the shop. And as always, Mondays are an open night where our woodworkers are hanging out, and Thursdays are an open night as well, where we hang out and talk about electronics. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Meetup to keep track of everything that's going on with us and other STEAM groups in the area. And as always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find the links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeanapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.